Welcome to another message of hope from Gateway Family Church. For more information or to contact us, please visit gateway.asn.au. Now, our speaker tonight is an amazing man. He's a good friend of mine and a great friend of Dale's, or a good friend of Dale's. quite good looking. (laughs) Okay. I think he is. If that's <laughs> getting awkward, um, it's Sinjin. He's our camp director. We have his microphone. We Please welcome Sinjin. I just, uh, you guys are doing a great job, but I just really felt like I needed to put that intro out of its misery. <laughs> like I just needed to like get up here already. Uh, how's everyone doing tonight? It's good. Yeah, I think that's probably like. That's kind of peak excitement for the middle of winter, isn't it? Like, that's kind of where we max out. Is there, uh, is there anybody who's been sick in the last week? Like, who's had a cold and stuff? I have been sick for over a month now, which is pretty awesome. Uh, <laughs> thank you. I'm doing my best. I'm seeing how long I can keep it going for. That's, uh, that's going to be the future. Way the future, guys. Alrighty, well, I am very excited that I get to speak to you tonight, and I think we've got a good message. Uh, you know, the thing about doing uh, speaking gigs like this is, uh, especially when you have, like, very strong visual themes, is that it's a little bit hard to, like, just avoid talking, like, like a little bit cheesy sometimes, where, like, you have something really strong going on, like, Lego all over the stage, and you kind of have to... You just have to roll with that, do you know what I mean? So we're not like, I'm going to be honest, we're on like, we have got some great stuff to talk about tonight, but we're not like going that far from the theme. It's not that exciting. I'm going to, I'm tonight, I'm talking about foundations. So who, like who here has at some point, I'm not saying currently, but like who here has at some point been like quite serious about Lego? Like I've... I I have been quite, and like, and the thing is that like, okay, so like everybody, I think everybody has stuff that they like to build when they're building Lego. And uh, I always like to, slash I like to, I actually, uh, I can't sit still very well. So I have a box of Lego underneath my coffee table in my lounge room. That's not even a joke. Like I'm 28 years old and I have a box of Lego in my lounge room. But like I'm just all about building cars. That's all I'm interested in. If I'm building Lego, like I'm building cars. That's all that matters. But who knows that like the tricky part of building a Lego car that looks really good is like making sure the bottom of it, like where the wheels attach, like that's, that's got to be solid, doesn't it? Like especially when you're building cars, you get into trouble real quick if the chassis is not good for that car. And uh, yeah, for people that don't know the chassis, it's like the main part of a car that holds everything together. Anyway, don't worry about it. Um, so the foundation of that car has to be right. And the truth is that whether you're building houses or buildings like this, the foundation is pretty important. Is that true, Josh? I've heard. That's good. Josh is a builder. So there you go, from the horse's mouth. And so I want to talk about our foundations, but I want to talk about our foundations in life because uh, like buildings, I mean, like I said, I'm not making big jumps in like the logic we're using tonight. Like, Like in a building, our foundations of life are important and they make a difference for a lot of different areas of our life. And for me, the foundations of life are the non-negotiables that we have in life. They're the things that we're not willing to compromise and that everything else in life builds on top of. 
And tonight I want to stick with just the... I'm not talking about the things we build on top of. I just want to talk about the foundations. And the found, so the foundation isn't stuff. We're not even talking about family at foundation level. I'm talking about like our real core. I'm talking about our character and our beliefs, our, our faith, who we want to be and what we want to be known for. Because until you answer those questions, it's hard to put together all the other parts of life, like what job you're going to have, what course you're going to do when you're at school or when you go to uni. You can't put all those things together unless the very core parts of your life are figured out. And, you know, you guys are still building a foundation in life. That's like an important part of being a teenager because really when you're a little, a wee little kitty, when you're a wee little kitty, your parents, they kind of define your foundation for you, right? They say that like this is what goes in this house and you're just a kid. So you're kind of on board with that. You're like, okay, yeah, that's how it is. But as teenagers, this is where you guys start stretching and start going like, "Mm, you know what, mum? I'm not so sure that that's important. You know what, mum? I'm not so sure I am going to do my homework. Whatever it is, right? We start stretching and we start trying to form our own foundations. And the truth is that the foundations of our lives can be changed throughout life. You can get to being as old as I am in my mid-20s at 28 and you can still choose to change your foundation. But it is harder Because you have built more things on the foundation that you already have. And so to change that core part of your life, who you are, to break it down and change that, involves removing and changing a lot of other things. So you guys are incredibly well placed in the overall scheme of life to think about your foundation so that as you start building those other parts of your life on it, you've started from where you want to be. So what shapes our foundation? I have got three questions that you can ask yourself tonight. And if you answer them honestly, and this is the key, if you are willing to listen and answer these questions honestly, you will be able to see what shape your foundation is in. And not just what shape your foundation is in, but where you are headed in life. Whether you're here and you are 12 or you're here and you're 18 or you're here and you're in your mid-20s and you're 28 like I am, you can see where your life is headed. So here's question number one. Question number one of three. Who are you following? Let me put this another way. Let 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 me summarize this for you differently. Show me your friends and I'll show you your future. I didn't invent that. Somebody else said that, much smarter than me. But I believe that it is true. If you show me your group of close friends right now, I believe I can tell you what your three-year, five-year future looks like. And it's not just your friends. This is about who you let speak into your life, whether it's leaders, whether it's mentors, whether it's parents, whether it's parent figures or just people that you respect, who you let speak into your life, who you follow in the way you live your life, shapes your foundation and the decisions that you will make and who you will be in five years' time. So think about your friends and the other people that you follow, whoever that is, and think about it honestly. How do they act? 
How do you act around them? What do they do with their time? What do they encourage other people to do? How do they respond to authority? Are they choosing to try and grow? Or are they just staying dumb and making dumb decisions because that seems like fun right now? And their character, who they are at their core, what they stand for. Do you feel good about who you will be in five years' time if you turn into them in five years' time? That's the question for you tonight. Who are you following? The good news when it comes to this question is that there is an antidote. And the other good news about this antidote is that you don't have to ditch all of your who we will now quote unquote call the bad friends. You don't have to ditch all of your bad friends completely. But you need to adjust if you don't like the answer, if you don't like what you're headed towards in five years. You need to adjust your priorities in terms of the friends that you hang out with and how much time you spend hanging out with them. I was actually, uh, I was very impressed. I was talking to a young man recently who I think sums this up perfectly. He stopped playing basketball on Friday nights because he realized that when he was at basketball, although basketball is not an evil thing and team sports are great, he realized that he wasn't getting built up by the people he was spending time with in that particular basketball competition. And he realized that the friends and people who were around him when he was at youth were building him up and were encouraging him. And so he shifted the priorities in his life so that youth would be the place that he spent his Friday nights. And that's all we're talking about. He's still perfectly free to be friends with those people at basketball and see them and play a pickup game here and there. But as for what he is going to focus on, like who are the key people, he has chosen who he wants to be the people who are around him. Here's the second question. First question, who are you following? Second question, where do you look for truth? So in light of what I've just spoken about, think about the friends who are quote-unquote good friends that summarize who you would like to be, that if in five years' time you turned into them, you'd be like, yeah, all right, I'm okay with that. Think about those, those people and the leader slash mentor types in your life. Are those people who are good influences in your life, are they the people who you let speak truth into your life and who you let define truth in your life? Are, you the, are they the people, the good friends, the good mentors and leaders who tell you hard things that you need to hear sometimes? Are they the people who you let speak truth and be truth about you in your life? Or, that's a hard concept to explain, but it's easy for me to explain the opposite of that concept. So, or, or are you more influenced by getting into that relationship or that friendship group? Is that more important? Is that your truth, that that is going to define me? That's going to be the thing that makes me great? Or are you more influenced by posting a selfie and seeing how many likes and comments you rack up? Is that where you find your truth of if you're a good person or if you're doing well at life or if you're succeeding? Or is it exaggerating your circumstances for sympathy? Is that how you feel popular and feel loved? Is it, really, when it comes down to it, is it about appearing popular for you? Or is it about having good sources of truth who seek out the good things and reflect them to you and tell you what your real strengths are? Where do you look 
for truth. We have to be careful where we look for truth, and not only where we look for it, but we have to be careful that the truth that we are hearing is actually the truth. I want to be real, maybe like, maybe a little bit too real uh, right now. If life is getting you down, and you're looking to change how you feel, or how popular you feel, by posting for likes, whatever that looks like for you, but I'm summing it up as posting for likes, you might feel better for five seconds as a result of that, 10 minutes, half an hour. You might feel better for a little bit. But if that is the cycle that you are in, you already know that you're caught in a cycle of posting again for that hit once you don't feel popular anymore and trying to get that hit again and posting again because you're looking out for those likes. You feel popular when your phone is always buzzing in your pocket. I'm the opposite, by the way. I'm super frustrated. If my phone is buzzing, no stop in my pocket, I'm like ready to throw it out. But I know there's some people, your self-worth comes from the fact that your pocket is buzzing the whole way through class. If it's caught up in waiting to hear if that like TBH that you liked and you're waiting for the person to reply and give you their honest opinion, like if you're waiting to hear what that reply is, that is an empty and a void and a false truth for you. That is a false way to measure your popularity. And I'm sorry if I've hit a nerve in saying that to some of you, but I hope that some of you needed to hear it. And I I only say it because I do love you, and I do believe that there are some people in this, and I don't know who that is. I'm not talking to anybody. I'm just saying in general, I'm trusting God that there are people in this room who need to hear that message. But as I did before, there are antidotes to these things as well. There's some alternatives. So the alternative to your self-worth and your foundation of life being based in getting into that relationship or that friendship group is simply spending real life, face-to-face time with the friends that you already have. The antidote to posting for a selfie and waiting for the likes and comments to roll in is exploring the hurts and the anxieties with a properly trained person who can help you get out of that cycle of looking for a hit of popularity. The antidote to exaggerating your circumstances for sympathy is finding ways to change or deal better with those circumstances, not looking for an easy dose of I feel good about myself. And the antidote to basing your life and your self-worth around appearing popular is by choosing to make others popular, finding the person who needs a friend, finding the person who needs to be encouraged. And instead of making your life about you, make it about somebody else. And the great news about this question, if you look at your life and you don't like what the answer to that question is right now, the great great news is that the leaders here want to help you with that. And if you're worried that your problem's too big or they might not know the answer, the leaders who are here, they know their limits. They know when they need to get help and they know where to get help from. You can talk to any of the leaders here and they will be able to point you in the right direction. And if you're not sure who to talk to, You can just grab me later. That's cool. So here's the third question that I have for you. And the question is, what role does Jesus play in your life that shapes your foundation? You know, both of the questions I've already spoken about tonight are questions that I've had to face and answer and adjust 
the answers to in my life over the years. And the answers that I've given you so far are great uh, non-Jesus ways to sort those things out, which are, are true and valid ways to approach those questions and approach those answers. And I'm not here to twist your arm about Jesus. But I do want to present this third option and this third or this extra answer to you. Because I can't avoid talking about Jesus when it comes to these questions. Because for me, I realized I had never answered those other two questions properly until I brought Jesus into the mix for those questions. Until I answered those questions, for me, I'm just saying, for me, until I answered those questions with Jesus is where I will look for truth and Jesus is who I'm going to follow, I wasn't living my most fulfilled life. I wasn't living my most purposeful life. That only came from choosing to answer those questions with Jesus. And so why is that? I want to share a short summary about something called the gospel. And the gospel is just a stupid word from another language. It's not a stupid word, actually. I take that back. It's a word from another language that pretty much means good news. And when we talk about the gospel in a church or a youth context, all we're really saying is what Jesus did and what that means for us. That's the gospel. That's the news. What Jesus did and what that means for us. And so here's five things that the gospel is about. Number one, the gospel is about grace. God loves us not because of our goodness, but in spite of how bad we are. Number two, the gospel's about forgiveness. The things that we do wrong, our humanity, are things that separate us from God and are the reasons that we don't answer these questions with Jesus. They're the reasons we look for other ways to answer it. They're the reasons we look for likes to make ourselves feel good. And that, that separates us from God. But because of the sacrifice of Jesus, we're forgiven and we can be close to God. Which brings us to point three. The gospel's about salvation. Through Jesus, God saves us from our past sins. He saves us from our present troubles. And he saves us from our future worries. God rewrites our destiny because of the life that we can receive through Jesus now. And number four, the gospel's about hope. And that's the great thing about answering these questions with hope, especially if you don't like the answers that you currently have to those questions, is there is hope to change that, especially if you bring Jesus into that situation. We live in a world broken by our own selfishness and rejection of God. The goodness of God overpowers the evil in this world. And we have hope for our todays and for our tomorrows. And number five, the gospel's about mission. God saves us because he loves us. But our salvation is not all about us. Once we begin to follow Jesus, God wants us to move through wants to move through us and lead others to Jesus so that we can reveal his kingdom here on earth. And so the question remains, if you don't like the answers to some of those questions, if you have been listening tonight and going I don't like how I answer those questions right now, and I would like to change it. What do you do? What do you do if you don't like the shape that your foundation is in? As I said, regardless of your answer to the Jesus question, I want you to know that we are pumped that you are here, 
and we would love to support you. I wasn't lying when I said earlier, there's no twisting, there's no bait and switch. If you're not interested in the Jesus thing and you're still struggling with the other two questions, the leaders here would still love to come alongside you and help you out with those things. You can talk to me, talk to a leader. If you talk to me, I'll point you towards someone who can help you out. But that third question is an important question. And uh, if you want to change or readjust the answer to the role that Jesus is playing in your life, you have an opportunity to do that right now. In a minute, we're going to talk to God together, just like we talk to our friends, because God's not as far away maybe as you think he is. And I've done whole messages on that, so just look that up on podcast if you're worried about that. But we're just going to talk to him and tell him we're so glad that he sent Jesus and that Jesus set the gospel in motion and tell him that we want to respond to that by joining the mission and learning how to make Jesus the answer to who we're following and where we find our truth. You might be deciding to give this a go for the first time tonight or it might just be that recentering where you go, I'm following Jesus, but I don't like the answers I have to those questions right now. And, and I want to just say yes to that one more time. And that's, that's a great thing to do. It's a great thing sometimes to just wake up on a Wednesday morning and do, or do on a Friday night because you've realized that you're not quite where you wanted to be. That's totally fine. Either way, whether it's the first time or whether it's just a recentering, Jesus is waiting to welcome you into the church family and to start becoming your never failing, never weakening, never disappearing answer to the questions of who am I following and where do I find my truth? And the one last thing I want to say to you before you can take up this opportunity is you need to make this decision for yourself. And I mean that in two ways. First of all, I don't want you to look at the person next to you who doesn't put up their hand to say, yes, I'm going to give this Jesus thing a crack and choose not to put up your hand because they didn't. But I also, and I want to make this very clear, I don't want you to look at the person next to you and put up your hand because they did. Because this is about answering these questions of popularity and where your self-worth comes with the name of Jesus, not the name of the person who is sitting right next to you. Does that make sense to everyone? So if everyone just wants to take a moment to close their eyes, and all I'm going to do, like I said, this isn't, this isn't freaky, it's just to give you like a couple of minutes of privacy, but if you want to either make that decision for the first time and just figure out more what it is, this isn't scary, I just want you to put your hands up, you just do it right now, put your hand up, and uh, we'll pray for you. That's awesome, yep, that's great, thank you, thank you, thank you, awesome, awesome, that's great, thanks buddy, that's awesome, thank you, thank you guys, that's great. So many people here who just want to start that journey again, that's awesome, we'll start a new journey That's so awesome, and I'm so excited for you guys. Let's pray real quick. Hey, God, thank you so much that you sent Jesus to earth. Thank you so much that you don't want us to have to struggle and be in pain to answer those questions of what our foundation is and who we're following and where we find our truth. Thank you that you want to be the number one answer to that, God. Thank you that you set the church in motion, and for those people who've put up their hands, that they have somewhere to find support and to learn more about what that means. God, we just thank you so so much for your sacrifice. We thank you so much that you want a great future for us. And uh, Lord, we just thank you for the hope that you bring to our situations, no matter how hopeless they might seem. In your name, amen. Thanks for listening to this message from Gateway Family Church. We hope you join us again for another great message next week. 
For more information or to contact us, head to gateway.asn.au.